Welcome to Guarding Your Nest Egg. Podcast. Consumer price data shows we're not much better off, unfortunately, now than we were in March when the Fed began its aggressive monetary tightening. Overall, consumer prices were up 8.5% year over year in March. Now they're up 8.2% overall. And according Mm -hmm. to the Wall Street Journal, consumer inflation, excluding energy and food, in September was 6.6%. And they say that's a four-decade high. All these highs. I mean, we have so many valid gripes about these rising prices, but what action are you and the rest of the Talon Wealth team taking for clients to help them keep pace with these increasing costs? People are dealing with this month after month, and at this point, almost for an entire year. And that number, 8.2%, not awesome because even though at one point it was higher, I think it was 8.1 last. So it's, it's not going down with the right. Fed raising rates. It's actually still ticking up. So going back to the economy is too hot. It's great that lots of people are working, but then these people are going out and spending money. And this inflation problem isn't coming down, which again goes back to the Fed. What are they going to do? Well, they're going to stick to their policy, in my opinion. So if they stick to their policy, the policy is to slow the economy down. It's to actually create I think we're already in a recession, but they would like it very much if we were technically in one. And the only way to bring spending down is for people to stop spending it, which means, well, it's it's either too painful to spend money, meaning the interest rate you're going to pay on the loan means you just won't take the loan so you don't spend it. Okay. Or you actually lose your job because your company is pulling back and mm-hmm. they cut it and now you don't actually have the money in your pocket to spend. These are, it sounds counterintuitive, but this is what the government wants. It's not a happy story, right? But it is what they want. They're not going to talk about a lot, I don't think, until after midterms, but it probably gets painful. And knowing that or feeling like, and and nobody really knows for sure, we don't have a crystal ball, but feeling like that's probably the case, even though you're down in your portfolio now, if you've had a hang in there approach, you still need to take a look at it. I don't have a crystal ball, but if markets were down another 10 to 20% from now, I don't think that would be shocking. There are actually several professional analysts out there calling for that. There are others, you know, to be fair, saying things are going to go up. But ask yourself, Mm -hmm. do you think the economy is likely to do better from here on out or worse from here on out? The government's telling us through the Fed that probably not. They're fighting it. They don't want it to be that way. And there's an old saying, don't fight the Fed, right? So... If you're optimistic from here on out and the Fed is sitting here telling you, which they are, we're going to slow this economy down, you might be on the wrong side here. So for any advisor to be out there going, hang in there, this is going to be great, I would just remind them, you know, there's this old saying, don't fight the Fed. You know, the Fed is saying one thing and you're telling me something very, very different. Do I trust you or do I trust the Fed? Again, that's for everybody to decide. What The way I would want to address the current situation is I would want to know what all of my options are, right? I would want to know how can I make money in a bad market, just like how can I make money in a good market? I wouldn't want somebody coming to me with a product right now, trying to lock my money up for, you know, you know I don't know, 10 years or more, because we all know there are people out there doing mm-hmm. that right now. 10 years from now, things are probably great. Do I want to lock my money up in something now that is going to protect me maybe for a year, but then after that, I wanted to be back in more of a better investment that was more liquid. 
and it just makes more sense. So going back to, you know, what can we do and then how are we helping clients keep pace with these increasing costs? Well, you know, what we've done this year is we've gotten very, very conservative in portfolios. So the first step is help clients protect money in a bad market, okay. right? So we've been very, very focused on that all year. The next part is, well, not only do we want to protect money in a bad market, we want to try to help clients make money in a bad market. So the way to do that when markets are going down is invest in things that go up when markets go down. They're referred okay. to as inverse investments. So if you were to come in and review some of our portfolios right now, you would find a lot of cash, particularly in our IRA and Roth accounts, because we can make those changes without tax ramifications. You would find inverse positions, so investments that go up when the markets go down. You would find what we refer to as a bear market portfolio. A bear market, for listeners who don't know, is, is, is really where we're at now when markets are going down. Mm -hmm. So a bear market portfolio is designed to protect money in a down market and hopefully make money in a down market. So we're positioned, again, particularly for clients in IRAs and Roth accounts, to benefit from a bad market. Now, eventually that will change. And we can pull out of these inverse investments or investments that do well or protect money when markets are going down because we will make a transition. I don't know. I, I think we could actually, before the end of the year, see the worst of it. Hmm. But No guarantee. Uh, no guarantee. and Because um, you did order that crystal ball on Amazon, but I think it's on back order. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't. I saw you put yeah. it in your cart. So I just right now, I'm right now, I'm just using that eight ball and I shake it. You know, and this little <laughs> message comes up and tells me. No, what, but, but I mean, that's the best thing yeah. you can do is sort of project based on what's happened in the past, kind of maybe what'll happen, but be prepared for the worst. Yeah, basically, a lot of volatility. We're trading in a range. I don't think there's a lot of incentive for markets to go up. I think there's probably more incentive for markets to go down. I think people should be looking at investments that will do well if markets go down, or at least protect money. I think there's a better time to be committed to the market going up. In other words, a, a bullish position. But I don't know why I would want to be committed to that right now. I think there's probably going to be a better time next year to be more aggressive. But if you want to know what all of your options are, I'm happy to sit down with you and share our portfolios with you. Listen, Kristen, if we're doing better in our portfolios than you're currently doing, and you might want to come in and find out, you might want to work with us. If we're not, then I don't know why you would work with us. Connect to us anytime. Interact with the show, too. GuardingYourNestEgg.com. Well, here's some great news. Those drawing Social Security will be receiving the biggest boost in four decades starting in 2023. The new cost of living should increase the average retiree's benefit by over $140 a month. Yay. Was telling my dad about this the other day. Mm -hmm. And then I said, but there's not so great news, Dad. This could be the first and possibly the last time that today's beneficiaries receive an increase this high because the fund is projected to run out by 2034. In fact, an analyst from the Senior Citizens League said in a press release, quote, the last time inflation was this high was 1981. The Social Security Trust Fund was close to insolvency and Congress enacted a series of bills that cut Social Security benefits and raised taxes. Now, I'm not saying that that's for sure what's going to happen, but it's causing quite the stir, Mike. Well, it's not sustainable, right? So, first of all, I mean, even before inflation, we were having issues with Social Security, and it was already going to run out. So, I think, like you said, well, hey, great, my Social Security check's going up. Yeah, except that they haven't done anything to bolster a program that was already going to be underwater. This just means it's now bankrupt sooner. Mm -hmm. And for lack of a better reason, I don't call it bankruptcy, but that's essentially what happens. It's out of money and there's no more to pay out. You're right, Kristen. We don't know if there's going to be policy changes, but you could bet they have to do something. Otherwise, it just runs out of money and nobody gets a check. 
And, and the not, entire country is angry, or a large portion country, of it, let's put it well, that way. they're just way. not getting a check. So they can't let that happen, which means there, there's likely to be policy change, and we'll see it, and maybe it's not great. But, Kristen, all of these things are going to be concerns that anybody has as they're making this transition into retirement or they're looking to stay retired. And adjustments in Social Security are going to be a part of most people's plans. So we include it in every single plan. So when we want to run planning and, and have a comprehensive financial plan that's truly comprehensive, that's going to be a part of it. This is, this, is, this, is, this is Guarding Your Nest Egg with Mike Lester. Catch up and interact with the show anytime at guardingyournestegg.com. Mike Lester is an investment advisor representative of Talon Private Wealth, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Talon Private Wealth and the station are not affiliated. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis analysis of the subjects discussed. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Discussions and answers to questions do not involve the rendering of personalized advice, but are limited to the dissemination of general information. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or advisory services. Be sure to consult with a tax professional before implementing any investment strategy.